0: Have you ever been around someone that made you feel so alive and hopeful, like there was literally everything to look forward to? Have you ever been in someone's presence and known instantly that everything was going to be okay, that everything that was bothering you would just evaporate? Have you ever seen someone smile and their smile is so infectious that it made you smile instantly? Have you ever been around someone and felt like you could just be yourself in the best and the worst ways and it was more than enough and there would be no judgment? Have you ever met someone so special they inspired you to be a better person? Have you ever met Molly Hahn? Four years ago, I met Molly for the first time. And for one year in ninth grade, every single day, she had the ability to make me feel everything I just described. Alive, hopeful, happy, at ease, and that I could just be me. It was one of my favorite years of teaching of all time, in large part due to her presence and aura and vibe. She was rare, in all the best possible ways. Funny, caring, brilliant, hard-working, supremely emotionally intelligent, and above all, blessed with the ability to bring out the best in others. Eventually, that magical year would end, and Molly would move on. And as is often the case, our time together became less, and my interactions with her fewer and further between. But in those occasional moments I did get to see her, I was instantly reminded of what made her oh-so-special and unique. She has been unchanging, in the best possible way. And like all the most amazing people, Molly has chosen to share her gifts with everyone she has met on her journey through life thus far. There isn't a teacher I've talked with who doesn't feel exactly the same way in Molly's presence than the way in which I just described. And it would be virtually impossible, I think, to find a peer at PAHS who hasn't been touched in a positive way by Molly over the past four years. If Phoenixville is a collage of many different voices and personalities, all coming together to create something beautiful and extraordinary, then Molly is the glue that binds that collage together. I'm confident in saying Phoenixville would not be the place it is without her. I'm eager for you all to share in that experience as well. Welcome to 21 Voices.
1: Hello, and welcome to the 21 Voices podcast. My name is Justin Winters, and joining me today is Molly Hahn, one of the most special and amazing people from the Phoenixville Area High School Class of 2021. Molly, thank you so much for coming on to the show today.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely. Uh, when I was thinking of people that I wanted to to talk to and interview, you were somebody that I thought of really, really, really quick. And and part of that is that you're just a, a really amazing and special person. And I know how I would describe you to other people. I'm wondering, how would you describe yourself?
2: Um, I think I'm a pretty organized and determined person. I'm very Sure, simple. yeah. Yeah, I'm very social and I like to be around people, but I also like my time alone. Um, I also think I'm funny. Sometimes my friend Caroline Mercer (laughs) has a list of like the top 10 funniest things I've said and just keeps it going.
1: Oh, I love that. What -hmm. what, are there any worth sharing on there or no?
2: I think they're just like one liners. A lot of them correspond to inside jokes.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think you're also a little bit humble, right? I think that's One of the ways that I would certainly describe you as well, because you're definitely funny. You're super smart. You're super energetic. uh, You can make everybody feel really, really, really special. And uh, I don't know, you're just one of the coolest people to be around. So I I know that's hard to do, describe yourself, but you did an amazing job. I'm wondering if you could tell us a little bit about the Han family, though. I I know you have a a huge family. Is that right? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: and are you close with your family? Is it is it a great relationship?
2: Yeah, so my mom has five sisters. And mm. my mom went to Phoenixville High School. And all six of them graduated. Like, my grandparents still live in Phoenixville. So I'm, like, always around my family. Like, yesterday for Mother's Day, they were all at my house. Um, I have two younger siblings. And I'm super close with my younger sister, I think, mostly because of quarantine. And now that she's a sophomore, we're, like, more into similar things than we were necessarily when she was in like middle school and I was in high school.
1: And, and, and who is your, what's your sister's name? Hannah. Hannah, yes. And you have a brother, mm-hmm. right?
2: Yeah, Liam. He's he's 13 with two older sisters. So he's a little bit living in his own world sometimes.
1: Sure, yeah. Now, do you get along with him or no?
2: Yeah, for the most part. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the classics sister-brother relationship though, right?
2: Yeah. I would say the most we fight about is like who sits in the front seat, like going to the grocery store with my mom. It's never anything Sure. Crazy.
1: Yeah. How about your parents? What What's the, how do you get along with them? What's your relationship like with them and how have they helped you over the past several years?
2: I'm pretty close with my parents. I'm honest about, I'm honest with them. And I feel like I'm really good at communicating with them, and they're always there for me. So, like when I am stressed, I know I can always go to them, and they're gonna help me come up with a million and one solutions until I can find one that works.
1: No, I think like almost always when I when I meet somebody that's as special as you are, it's almost always because there's some some amazing parents at play there too. And I think
2: yeah, definitely.
3: Uh,
1: having met them a couple times, you're really 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 lucky, and I know that you already know that hmm so let, let's talk a little bit more about you some of uh yeah it sounds like Caroline Mercer already has a little list going of some of your funnier <laughs> moments but I'm wondering if you could give us some insight on some of the the unique things about you so I feel like everybody has like their own little quirks and idiosyncrasies so like one thing about me I, I never eat ice cream like at home if I'm gonna have ice cream I need to let it melt first, which sounds so weird, but that's just like something that I do. Tell yeah, yeah. me some of your, some of your like quirks and idiosyncrasies, things that make you, you.
2: So I'm like pretty superstitious, but Ooh. most of them are like my own superstitions that just were like created in my own mind. Okay. So I have this thing where I can't wear a blue shirt when I have a test. So, like, if I go to school and I have a test that day, you will not see me wearing any blue. Like, I can't use a blue pencil. It's super random. And I'm wow. not really sure, like, where it came from. But I've been like this, like, since, like, pre-middle school.
1: Wow. And it's working because you're an amazing student, right?
2: <laughs> I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Any others? or?
2: Um, I don't know if this is, like super interesting I think it's common but when I'm studying I have to have like blasting music in the background Mm. or like even when I'm reading a book I love to have like background music on whether it's tv or like even having my headphones in I can't like focus on something really well without having I guess a distractor which doesn't really make sense but
1: no it makes I mean it makes perfect sense to me but I'm married to someone that needs it dead silent. So we're, oh, always, really? <laughs> we're always at odds with each other about uh, this whole background noise concept. But yes, I can relate to that too. Yeah. No, I think that's, that's cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit more about, well, I, I definitely want our audience to know more about you. Mm-hmm. Tell, me, tell me some of the things that make you the happiest. And also, you know, on the flip side of that, what are some of the things that make you feel really stressed, really overwhelmed.
2: Yeah. So I love to be at the beach and be on vacation. I love like sitting on the beach at like 6 PM with like a sweatshirt on as it's getting kind of windy. I love like finding a good book and getting super into it and like not Mm -hmm. being able to put it down, which is super rare during the school year, but I need to like try harder on finding a good book and sticking to it. I yes. also like love finishing something that I've put a lot of time into, like turning in a big research paper, getting a great, good grade on a test that I studied a lot for. Just that satisfaction makes me really happy.
1: Oh, I love those. All of those. So good. Mm-hmm. How, about, how about the other side? What are, maybe we should have started with this <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. <but laughs> what, what are some of the things that, that make you feel stressed and overwhelmed?
2: Um, I hate having to wake up early. So, if I oh. know like the night before that I have to wake up early like for school or on the weekend for work or something, I just like get super stressed before I go to bed because I know that I have to like wake up and do all these things
1: yes i is that the number one thing?
2: Yes, for the most <laughs> part <It's> like...
1: <laughs> oh, this is reminding me of my my wife my wife is is sort of the same same deal lots of. Lots of stress over getting up early. But I, I yeah. think that's also super common, right?
2: Yeah, I think so, too.
1: So I also know that you're, you're really into music, and uh, you seem to have like, a very big and varied taste when it comes to music. So yeah. tell us what you're listening to now, and maybe you could also tell us a little bit about if, I don't know if this is possible, but like your all-time favorite song, is that doable?
2: Yeah, that's doable. So right now I am listening to a lot of like Pitbull, Lady Gaga, Migos, Megan oh, The sure. Stallion, just a whole like mix of artists. Like when I'm driving my sister and brother to school in the morning, they're like, "How do these songs even go together?" They don't, but it's just what I like listening to. I would yes, say...
1: this early two thousands vibe mm-hmm. or two thousand tens. It sounds like a little bit, right?
2: Yeah, definitely. I would say the music favorite... of
1: your childhood
2: yeah yeah very nostalgic especially at this time of year
1: oh yeah <laughs> all right so all-time favorite
2: my all-time favorite song is probably forever by chris brown just mm. the something about it's just like you listen to it and you just get sucked into it i don't know if it's because of like the scene from the office at pam and jim's wedding or just my parents used to listen to it non-stop when i was younger like just something about it my favorite song
1: it is a timeless song you're so right like and i I don't even think it's just because of its use it's it's such a good song anytime it's on i i I love it yeah i'm totally with you on that here's a weird question and i I have a series of weird questions for you molly i'm wondering (laughs) that give us a little bit about more about you what yeah i wonder if you could tell us your favorite word which I don't know if I could answer that, but maybe you can.
2: <laughs> so I wouldn't say I have a favorite word. I'd say I have like phrases that I say okay, like pretty often. And the one I was like talking to my mom about this question and she was like, you say like the phrase like one on earth a lot, like when <laughs> I'm like stressed and I'm like angry or even when I'm surprised, I'm like, I feel like that's just like one on earth it's like a phrase that goes with any emotion
1: sure oh i love that yeah i'm gonna have to start incorporating that (laughs) into my my own speech pattern a little bit right yeah how about your middle name do you do you have a middle name and if so are you a fan
2: yeah my middle name is rose
1: okay yeah
2: incredibly basic and common and i used to hate it because i got like I don't know. I just didn't like that it was so common, but now I'm like indifferent to it because there's way many worse middle names out there. Oh yeah. So it's I'd rather have something like Rose than some crazy like old family name from the eighteen so. hundreds. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Rose is a timeless name though, right? Yeah. I think yeah. of course of Titanic. I don't know about mm-hmm. you, but that's that's where my mind goes too. I, I love it. I think it's great.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'd like to ask this question with some people I, I, I call it this or that and it's basically <laughs> just like two choices which one of these two do you prefer and okay. if you want to elaborate you can but no need okay. to so my mm-hmm. I think I have four of them uh, yeah the first is ketchup or mur- or mustard
2: so I'm gonna go with neither I, oh,
1: like, hate, <laughs> okay.
2: I hate dipping sauces, condiments, literally anything. I don't like it. <laughs> don't. All right. <laughs> I actually like can't even touch the ketchup bottle. My friends make fun of me for it. It just ketchup is like so gross to me for some reason.
1: Yeah, okay. So. And mustard is in the same category, I guess. Yes. Huh?
2: And so it was like mayo, barbecue sauce
1: so everything is going to be dry for mom yes
2: yes (laughs)
1: okay got it I'm glad I asked uh (laughs) my second one soft or hard ice cream
2: um so I think it depends on what mood I'm in but usually I'd lean towards like soft serve at Pertucci's this is like a terrible order but I always go for the orange and vanilla twist with chocolate sprinkles oh wow it sounds really <laughs> weird, but it's actually very good, and I got Heather Serino hooked on it. So
1: Fascinating. Okay. okay. I'm going to have to try it next time I'm there. Yeah. So kind of related to the ice cream thing, maybe you're going <laughs> to tell me neither. Chocolate or <laughs> vanilla?
2: Definitely chocolate.
1: Okay. We agree on that. Yeah. And sunrise or sunset?
2: I'm more of a sunset person.
1: Not, a sunrise is too early, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: sunrise. I will never be up for the sunrise, so Got the sunset it.
1: works Got it. for me. <laughs> okay, so I think a part, of, uh, a part of the goal here is definitely to look back, and I'm wondering mm-hmm. if you would take a moment to look back, and really I- I'm wondering if you could try and capture a couple moments over your, your time here at Phoenixville. I'm wondering if you could share with us your most embarrassing day, the saddest day, and the happiest day that you've had during your high school time here I know that's a lot but
2: yeah (laughs) what do you think? think my most embarrassing day was probably freshman year like homecoming I just was like not it was a bad day for me at the beginning of freshman year I dislocated my kneecap so I had to wear like an immobilizer and then it turned into a brace and I wore the brace but I didn't have to, but my mom made me since I was wearing heels to the day and she thought I was going to like pop my knee out again. So I was wearing this terrible like halter dress with a knee brace (laughs) and it was just not my day. My makeup was like, I was like a snowman. It was so bad.
1: Wow. Wow. And as I understand it, there's a picture of this floating around that Mm -hmm. forever memorializes this wonderful day for you.
2: Yeah, and I'm like a tall person too. I'm like five nine, so with yeah. heels, I'm like towering over some of my <laughs> friends. So the picture, I'm like a giant snowman. It's so bad with a knee
1: brace on. With yeah. a knee brace. Got it. <laughs> All right. Well, how about you know that's kind of funny. How about yeah. how about your saddest day, which might be a little more serious, perhaps, right?
2: Yeah. So sophomore year of high school, in. APUS, my parents texted me that my pop had passed away, and this was, like, the first grandparent that I had lost. So I was pretty sad over it, but to make it even worse, it was, like, the day of the winter pep rally. So, like, as I was upset and distraught, I had to, like, go to the pep rally, and my parents couldn't pick me up because they were at the hospital. So that was just a bad day for me.
1: <laughs> right. I, th- I don't know that there's anything worse than, like, having to go to something that you know, your your mind is a, a million miles away, right? And yeah. I'm sure that that's sort of what that was like. How yeah. about, well, let's end on a positive note. What about your, <laughs> what about the happiest day of high school? Has Is there one that comes to mind?
2: So I think that the first day of senior year with the senior tailgate was probably the happiest day. I think that like with COVID and everything, we weren't sure like if we would get a senior year or not. And I think that after- not seeing everyone for so long and then going to the senior tailgate and being able to see people that I hadn't seen in like months for the beginning of senior year was like so nice and it was super rewarding.
1: I remember that day and yeah, it felt like really hopeful, really optimistic and yeah, you know, we'll we'll come back to that, just how this year has played out and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I agree. That was a really, that was a wonderful day for you guys and I'm happy you got to have it.
2: Yeah, Definitely.
1: Let's talk a little bit about, um, we can transition now maybe to some of the more meaningful moments that you've had over your high school time here and uh, where you're going and things of that sort. So, a huge part, I feel like, of your high school time here has been on the swimming team, and obviously your high school swimming career came to a close this past winter. How is swimming this year for you? What has it meant to you over the past four years? And yeah. I don't know how did it. How was it in this very odd, strange environment?
2: I think that this year was like so super fun, and I'm so grateful for the coaches for everything that they did do to make the season as normal as possible. I think my favorite part of the season. This is so terrible, but the practices started at three o'clock, and we didn't get out of school until three twenty. So <laughs> practice, were, yeah, <laughs> were what we made of them, but um, it was still super fun while we were there. I do wish that all like the past years, the boys and girls teams have always had their meets together. It's just like a big team community feel. And this year the boys and girls meets were separate. So we didn't get that same like giant family aspect, I guess, but it was so nice to even just have meets and just even um, like the girls team won like best sportsmanship. So it just shows how much like we cheer for each other and are like there for each other on the team.
1: No, it's wonderful. I think swimming is one of those things that I have a huge appreciation and admiration for. You guys seem, as you put it, just such a close-knit group and super supportive of each other. So uh, I'm just thrilled that all of our, our sports seasons got to to happen because yeah. it would have been so weird not to, right? Definitely. Okay. I know that you've actually had a, a job for a while now. And, yeah. um You know, I think one of the big things in high school that a lot of people go through is figuring out whether they should work or not work, whether it's going to maybe interfere with school or still be something that they could could manage. So I'm wondering if you could maybe speak to that a little bit. What was your experience like having a job? Do you recommend it? Was it something that was stressful? Um, What would you say to other people that are thinking about uh, going down that route?
2: Mm -hmm. so I was like anti-job until the probably like junior year and then I started babysitting a lot and then beginning of senior year I got a job working as a hostess and I think that at the beginning I was not doing the right balance between work and school and my social life I think I was like totally overwhelming myself and I think that I totally recommend getting a job but I think that you have to be able to also have a social life and prioritize school and play sports. I don't think that you should let this job like take over your entire life kind of like I did at first. Now I'm at a good point where I'm able to balance the three of them but I think that if you were to get a job it should be something that you do like maybe with friends try and get like hours that aren't like all the weekend nights and Maybe like really late on weekdays when you have to go to school the next morning. But I definitely recommend getting a job. I've learned so much from it. And I think that just having like the extra money and just I feel like I feel so much more responsible. I'm like, yeah, I'm off to work. Bye.
1: There's some independence that comes with it as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you have your own money and I don't know, you're you're kind of your own person in many ways. So I, I would agree. I think there's huge value in getting a job, as long as you can balance it all out, right?
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: So tell, tell us what's next for Molly Hun. What, Where are you going? What are you going to be doing? What can we expect to read about over the next couple of years <laughs> <laughs> when you're famous and all that?
2: Yeah, I'm going to James Madison University down in Harrisonburg, Virginia, and I'm majoring in health service administration. So I eventually want to be like working in a hospital um, on, like, the managerial side, doing, like, the business portion.
1: Is that it's something like- you've always wanted to do?
2: So, growing up, I kind of always wanted to be a dermatologist, but I just don't have... <laughs> the <laughs> I- med school seems like a lot, so I was like, what's something I can do that's kind of, like, still in the hospital and healthcare healthcare field, but not necessarily making me go to school till I'm 30? Sure. And so... The um, working on like the business side of hospitals seems like so cool to me. And my dad does like sales and he works with the people who do the job that I want. So last year for the, the career internship project, senior project, I got to like work with a bunch of people that like do the job that I'm really interested in. And it was super fun and definitely reaffirmed like my motivation for it.
1: That's such an amazing story. I'm wondering about you said you, James Madison mm-hmm. University, right? Yeah. Is that a place that you've always wanted to go? Is that something that only came about this past year as you started the the search process? Tell us about your relationship with the school.
2: Yeah, so I my parents both went to LaSalle and they're not like huge, like advocates for LaSalle I guess it's not like Penn State where they're like taking me to the football games and making me tour campus they kind of like let me have free reign over where I wanted to go which was super nice because I was able to like explore my own options and I have family down in North Carolina so every year probably since like elementary school we would go and visit them and we'd drive down I think it's is it 81?
1: I think it is 81.
2: Yeah, it's 81. I was just like, uh, yeah,
1: drawing on my <laughs> my travel experience. But I think you're right. Yeah, I think yeah. it is 81.
2: 81, like, intersects the middle of campus and, like, literally It does, it you're right. Two. And so whenever we'd be driving down, I'd see, like, the football stadium. And I'd see all the dorms and all the classroom buildings and, like, the big gym. And I think I was always just super intrigued by it. Kind of seemed like this big mysterious school on the side of the highway (laughs) right so last year junior year I went and toured over President's Day like right before COVID hit and it was like I toured it and I was okay I'm going here like we can cancel the rest (laughs) of the tours yeah yeah
1: (laughs) oh I love that that's so good yeah it's it's great when it works out so you you feel at ease about it and you feel Mm -hmm. excited about it right
2: yeah, I'm super happy and excited. I couldn't really see myself going anywhere else if I'm being honest.
1: So I, I think this brings up a good point. And I, I feel like a lot of people that are listening, they might be juniors that are going to be seniors in just another mm-hmm. month or so. And they're going to be going through this whole search selection process really, really quick. So yeah. having gone through it and knowing what you know now, I'm wondering, like, do you have any advice or insights that you would have for any of them or anybody, you know, even your sister in a couple of years, like what what are, what are some pieces of advice you might offer about it?
2: Um, So I would recommend getting in all of your applications super early and also like, don't be afraid to apply to reach schools. I was like afraid to apply to them. So I didn't, but I, I'm happy where I'm going, but there still are parts of me that like wish I had kind of reached out of my comfort zone, even not schools, like, academically challenging, but also, like, farther away. Um, I think the whole process is super-duper rough, but there's no... <laughs> how, how, <laughs> there's how is no- it
1: rough? What's rough about it? Just
2: all, like, I at least, like, for me, I, have, I, was, I was taking the SAT. I was studying for that. I was doing all my college application essays and working on them. And I was doing school. I was working. I was trying to make, like... The beginning of senior year, I feel like everyone's like, oh, senior year so fun. The fun part isn't until the spring. The se- right. The actual application process is very hard. It's very rigorous. It's very like time intensive. But yes. it, the more time you spend in it, like it's so much more rewarding getting all those acceptances back.
1: I would agree. I, I don't know that everybody understands fully the... Just how much work goes into it over the the months of September and October, right? Yeah,
2: it's crazy.
1: It is, for sure. And uh, do you feel like uh, being in quarantine and stuff like that helped? Helped you get it all done? Or do you think it was um, not helpful? Like gave you too much time to think about it?
2: Well, I think that since we had already been in quarantine, I had started like habits at home where like, if I like since I was spending all this time at home I found like things to do easier than I guess I did before so like a Saturday when I should have been doing college essays I would be like watching tv or being outside (laughs) yeah I feel like it was kind of harder being in quarantine but at the same time I feel like I did have more time this year to work on them than I would have if it was like a normal
1: year no I mean that makes sense I think Yeah, you would think there's like a lot of productivity during quarantine, but I don't know if that was always true, right?
2: (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) All
1: right, let's talk a little bit about uh, your friends and your friend group and uh, just what a a big impact that they've had on your your school career. Obviously, you're going to be moving on relatively soon. Mm -hmm. And you have all these relationships that, certainly not losing, but they're going to definitely change on some level. Right. So yeah, I guess I have a series of questions. I'm wondering what your friends have meant to you
2: and mm-hmm. how
1: do you feel about all this kind of, at least this version of it coming to a close? What's, where's your where's your head at with it?
2: Yeah. So I think that my friends are like my family. Like I love my friends so much and I've been super lucky with them and I've had the same like best friends since literally sixth grade. Like, and I feel like we have a really good relationship where we're super open and honest with each other. Like, we never really fight. And I feel like I sometimes take that for granted.
0: Sure. Um, yeah.
2: And I, it makes me sad that we're leaving. Super sad because I've just had all this time with them and we have all these memories. And it's just, it's so easy. And I think I'm a little bit nervous to have to let the ease go and go venture off and have to find that same feeling with new people but I know at the same time like it's comforting knowing we're going through the same thing too if that makes sense like
1: it does yeah
2: we all have to kind of like get out of not get out of but like go and be independent without each other so we'll all be going through the same thing
1: sure and you know I think the I've been saying this to everybody I interview, because I think they're all, there's a universality to it, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody, everybody is feeling the same thing and everybody's worried about it. But what's also true is that you could still be close. You could still be friends. You can still find Mm -hmm. ways to stay connected, even Mm -hmm. as um, you kind of venture down some different paths. But I agree. It's one of the biggest challenges, I think, of, of graduating is
2: yeah.
1: the feeling of leaving some people behind, right? Or doing yes. something different. Yeah. So what, what, would, what advice do you have for the people that are still going to be at Phoenixville for uh, at least one more year, but maybe two years, three more years, four more mm-hmm. years? What would you hope that they would know as they, they enter high school here or finish their high school career?
2: Yeah, so I think that my biggest piece of advice would just be to like put your phone down and live in the moment. I feel like at the beginning of high school, you're like, oh, I'm in high school. I need to get the perfect Instagram picture at homecoming and Snapchat video here, like just random things. And I feel like sometimes I look back and I'm like, sure, like pictures are fun to look at and Snapchat memories are cool to go through. But I wish that I had just like, put my phone down and been more present with my friends and family yes yes especially now like I'm so nostalgic I'm like I have all these random videos but like I wish that I was more like living in the moment and enjoying it more when it actually was going on
1: right I think that's I don't know social media is definitely a blessing and a curse right yeah it's a, a chance to look back at some stuff sometimes but it also detracts from the moment that we're in i yeah i could not agree more and i think that's like such good advice staying present is man i wish i i think we all are guilty of it right yeah we're always like looking ahead or
2: mm-hmm.
1: but that's such a that's a, such good insight molly i love it my last <laughs> question for you is um just about phoenixville in general and i, I love asking people this question yeah. what What do you love about Phoenixville? What are you going to miss about it the most?
2: So I like love the location of Phoenixville. I love the proximity to like Valley Forge and King of Prussia and Philadelphia. I think it's the perfect little town with like the downtown area. It just, it's such a cool place to live. And I also love Phoenixville for like the people and the education it's brought me. I've like loved high school so much and I think that like the small, like smaller school, like smaller grades and class sizes have really helped me become the person that I am. And I don't think I would have gotten that like living somewhere else.
1: I think the the thing I love about Phoenixville the most, and and I'm sure you'll agree, is that once you're a part of it, you're always a part of it. It's it's always going to be your home and Mm -hmm. always going to be a place that you'll feel welcome and loved. And I I think that's especially true for you, Molly. I I want to just say, Thank you so much for being willing to come and share some of your thoughts and who you are as a person and uh, all the things that you've done and to make Phoenixville such a better place over the past four years.
2: Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, I loved Phoenixville so much. I'm so glad that I was able to come on here and share my experience.
1: Absolutely. Good luck with everything, Molly. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you.